Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Stories of the Prophets for Kids by My Kids HQ. I am your host, Sidra Hashmani, and I can't wait to dive into these beautiful stories with you. Last week, we left off the story of Nuh alayhi salam. Nuh alayhi salam was very disappointed in his people. After centuries of preaching the words of Allah, most people still refused to listen to him. Finally, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him no others would believe in him. He then commanded Nuh alayhi salam to build an ark or a ship on top of a mountain. So Nuh alayhi salam started building the ark in order to fulfill Allah's command. He would go down to the flatland and cut a tree and carry the wood to the mountain to build the ark. No ark like this had ever been created. Whenever Nuh alayhi salam would run out of wood, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would make a new tree appear with wood in exactly the shape he needed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also provided Nuh alayhi salam with nails to secure the wood. It was like completing a huge jigsaw puzzle. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also sent the angels down to help guide Nuh alayhi salam in building the ark. But Nuh alayhi salam built it himself. I want to take a moment here, my friends, to remind you all of something. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had willed, he would have just created the ark of Nuh without him ever lifting a finger. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also could have made it so the trees would have grown right there on the mountain, but he didn't. While Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will always help us when we try to follow his commands, we must still put in the effort required to accomplish them. And with that effort, there is so much reward, more than we can ever imagine. Some Jewish sources mention that the Ark of Nuh was built more like a huge submarine, with all sides closed. They say it took about 100 years to build and was about 2,900 feet long, 500 feet wide, and almost 300 feet high. Also, most likely because the people back then were very tall. While Nuh was building the ark, the chiefs would pass by and make fun of him. They would ask him if he was a carpenter now instead of a prophet and would taunt him about making a ship on top of a mountain rather than down at the shore. But Nuh alayhi salam kept quiet. Once the ark was complete, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Nuh alayhi salam to go into the ark with the believers when he saw the water coming out from the earth. It is said Nuh alayhi salam had somewhere between 11 to 80 followers. And as soon as they saw the water seeping through the earth, they all got on the boat. This is a reminder to us, dear friends, that the majority is not always correct. 
Just because a lot of people believe in something or act a certain way does not mean it's the right thing to do. Back on the ark, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also commanded Nuh alayhi salam to take pairs of all the animals and birds so that they may continue to live on. Once all the believers were on the ark, they made a dua that we still make to this very day while traveling. Do you know what that dua is? In the name of Allah, it moves and stops. Bismillah mujraha wa mursaha. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided the ark of Nuh alayhi salam through the waves and the floods. And then Nuh alayhi salam saw his son. He asked his son to join him on the ark, but the boy refused. He said he was a mountain climber and he would climb the tallest mountain and he would be safe from the floods. Nuh alayhi salam continued asking him and the defiant boy continued to refuse. After all, who has ever heard of a flood as high as a mountain? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had made it so the water was gushing out from the inside of the once dry earth and the angry sky. As the discussion between Nuh alayhi salam and his son was going on, a huge wave came and swallowed the boy and he drowned right in front of his father's eyes. We're not really sure how long the flooding went on, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided the ark of Nuh alayhi salam and no one else remained on earth but those on the ark. وَقِيلَ يَا أَرْضُ بَلِعِي مَاءَكِ وَيَا سَمَاءُ وَيَا سَمَاءُ أَقْلِعِي وَغِيضَ الْمَاءُ وَقُضِيَ الْأَمْرُ وَقُضِيَ الْأَمْرُ وَاسْتَوَتْ عَلَى الْجُودِيِّ وَقِيلَ بُعْدًا لِلْقَوْمِ الظَّالِمِينَ Finally, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded the earth to swallow up its water once more and the sky to hold its water and the earth once again became habitable. Then, while the sun shone brightly on the earth, the ark landed on what is thought to be a mountain, a place called Al-Judi. Now, we don't know exactly where Al-Judi is, but some say it's a mountain in Turkey. The surviving believers and the animals were finally free to disembark the ship that had protected them during the terrible floods. The Quran mentions that Nuh preached to his people for 950 years, which means he was more than 950 years old when the great flood occurred. We don't know anything about his life after he got off the ark, except that no disbelievers had remained on earth, and not a single person from all the survivors had any children except Nuh so while it is true that every single person on the planet is a descendant of Adam alayhi salam, the same can also be said 
about Nuh alayhi salam. We are all the children of Adam and Nuh alayhi salam. Jazakumullahu khairan for tuning into this episode of Stories of the Prophets for Kids by My Kids HQ. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe. And to keep up with us for news and updates, follow us on social media at MyKidsHQ. HQ.